Sunset Demon Daily. Uh, I'm Ben Olson, that's Nathan Fox, together with the founders of LSATdemon.com and our weekly podcast, Thinking LSAT. This email is from Jessica. Yeah, it says, uh, good morning, Ben and Nathan. I am going to take my LSAT next June, and I am in the process of learning about the application process to law schools here in the United States. I have a high GPA from my university in Columbia, and I was counting on that to be admitted and obviously on getting a good LSAT score. But I realized law schools don't take into account GPAs from foreign universities. I can't use the scholarship estimator in the LSAT demon because my GPA is not going to be in my admission process. Are we sure about that? Well, well, I'm wondering if what's happening here is that Jessica has like a graduate GPA and they're not using that. And so she's interpreting that to mean it doesn't take GPAs from all foreign universities. I, I feel like I've, we've had conversations where people are like, oh, I'm getting my foreign transcript converted to an LSAC GPA, and that takes time because we are on a different number system, but they had a way of doing that. So yeah. I'm a little confused by this. I don't know where Jessica's getting that information. It, it is true that like there are some schools that don't even give you a numeric GPA at all, and then mm-hmm. in that case... And that's not just from foreign universities. That's from U.S. universities as well. Um, there are cases where the law school admission council will convert your... Sometimes they just like have this narrative report of your grades or whatever. And mm-hmm. I think there are some that can't be converted into an LSAC GPA, but there are some that can be converted into an LSAC GPA. So that's... I, first, I would just challenge Jessica's assumption that they're not going to do that. Because it sounds like she has a GPA. She has an actual number. And having numbers makes it easier to convert to our number system or LSAC's number system. Now, it could be some school that the LSAC has never heard of and they don't know how to convert those GPAs. But if it's like some big school that LSAC has had other applicants come through, they might have a process for converting that GPA. So, Jessica, the first thing I would do is check with law school admission council to be sure that you're not going to have a number. Um, I know that LSAC does do those calculations, but by the way, you're going to have to go to LSAC.org. That's where you're going to have to sign up for a a law school admission test. Anyway, you are going to have to have that account. You're going to have to pay for the credential assembly service because that's a thing that the, that's how the schools aggregate all of your application information. And then they send it all out to the school in one shot. So I just don't know that you're not going to have a undergrad GPA. But the second thing I would say is if we look at the public data, um, like I'm looking at the Harvard Standard 509 information report right now, and it has on the table of admits, it says total in first year class 562, number not included in LSAT calculations, 43. Then for the first time ever, I see a table below that that has the GRE for uh, first year class, which I I just looked at like a half a dozen different 509s. And some schools are now reporting GREs and some schools aren't. Uh, Most schools, it looks like, aren't. Uh, But Harvard, Yale are. Um, Stanford, no. Stanford weirdly has the table, but no scores, no data in it at all. So it's like they're getting ready for it. Um, but 
the total of non-LSAT admissions enrollees, 44. Oh, and I guess what Jessica wants is number not included in GPA calculations. And there are 16 of those. So does that math, though, make sense that, like, would there be 16 foreign applicants or 16 people who don't have reportable GPAs at Harvard? It almost seems low. It's possible. I am reading um, online that some... (laughs) I'm trying to find this information on LSAC.org. And so really your best bet is to just contact LSAC directly. Call them. Yeah, Yeah, there there are other websites that... um, are saying that international GPAs are not included in the U.S. News and World Report summary and presumably not in the law school application process. But, uh, okay, I'm on LSAC.org. Now I'm on international transcripts. Okay, you must, I mean, they're telling you how to submit your international transcripts on LSAC.org. Okay, and inter- okay, here it says, this is on LSEC.org. An international credential evaluation is completed in order to determine your degree and credit equivalency to degrees slash credit earned in the U.S. This is completed by the American so- Association of Collegiate Registrars and Administration Admissions Officers. Okay, some organization via LSAC. Once you've completed your CAS registration, that's with LSAC, and all international documents have been processed, candidates will need to allow at least two weeks for evaluation from the time transcripts are processed. Okay, so it sounds like at least some people, international applicants, can get their applications processed. Maybe um, maybe that's not true for every country, but uh, and there are some websites that are saying you can't get an international GPA. Maybe they're just wrong and she just came across the wrong website. Well, one way or the other, I mean, if they do do the conversion, then Jessica needs to learn that so she yep. can figure out what her LSAC GPA is going to be. Yeah. If they're not going to convert it into a usable LSAC GPA, then I would they're, they're going to just lean even more heavily on her LSAT, right? Yeah. They exclude... Yeah, so just looking at Harvard again, they excluded 43 out of 562 of their um, first-year class from LSAT calculations, but they had another 44 people who had... Um, looks like they probably had GREs. Hmm. They excluded 16 people. That's like 2.5% of their 562 in their first year class that they excluded from their, um, GPA calculation. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm just, I'm, I'm only looking at Harvard cause Harvard is such a huge law school, but yeah, I think Jessica really, they're just going to have to lean more on your LSAT. That's the only like hard numeric evaluation of your candidacy. So they're going to have to lean on that when they determine not just the admissions decision, but also the scholarship decision. By the way, on this page um, that I'm looking at, it says their email address is lsacinfo at lsac.org. So there we go. I would suggest calling them, but you can also just email them lsacinfo at lsac.org. Cool. Great. Um, thanks for writing in, Jessica. If you all have a question, email daily at lsatdemon.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>